We back. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. We back. Hey. Here we go. Here we go. You down with RCC? Yeah, you know we. You down with RCC? Yeah, you know we. You down with RCC? Yeah, you know we. Come fuck with us. Yeah, you know we. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 19, 19 of the Real Creators Collab. I am your boy Marcus, aka the Notorious Big IG, aka Biggie Smalls, aka Christopher Wallace. Today is May 21st, Biggie Smalls' birthday. I didn't even know that. Yeah, man. Happy birthday. Nice little tribute to him to begin the podcast. Nice. It's your boy, you already know. It's your boy Levert, aka Leverticus, aka Sweet Motherfucking Willie. Sweet Dick. Willie, <laughs> let's go. Another week back in the lab, man. How you feeling? Talk to me. I'm good, What's man. I'm good. Uh, another week. Another week. Uh, getting hopefully get, getting toward the end of this pandemic, but I, I think this is this been a good way, week for me, man. To actually get out and get some sun and, and enjoy the nice weather that we've been having for the past couple of days. Because you know how it, like Georgia weather is in Atlanta. Like oh, it's we don't have consistent bipolar sunny days, man. Bipolar, bro. Weather be PMSing all the fucking time. Is that what he be doing? Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like you'll catch, well, you'll catch a goddamn pneumonia fucking with the Georgia weather, bro. That's what, you know. Uh, learned a long time ago. Never put your winter clothes up during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to keep your winter clothes out and your summer clothes during the summer because, <laughs> and even sometimes in the winter because we having some days where it's like it be hot in the winter. Hey, stay ready so you don't got to get ready. Stay ready. Hey, man. But like I say, happy birthday to Notorious B.I.G. Um, also, fuck the Knicks. Yeah, Damn. big only thing in New York we fucking with this week. Hey. But the Knicks, they, I heard they got a good team this year. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, it's just the Hawks and the Knicks playing the playoffs. Playoffs start on Sunday. So, you, th- you think it, the Hawks got a, got a shot? They got a shot. I mean, but you know, the media, the NBA, it's all conspiring against us. But like I said, fuck the Knicks. Shout out Biggie. Happy birthday, my brother. Happy birthday. <laughs> Since we said happy birthday, I want to pivot with that and say um, rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Rest in peace to the legend Paul Mooney, bro. Paul motherfucking Mooney. Um, legend, comedian. He used to write for um, Richard Pryor. All-time funny, all-time great. I want to say rest in peace. And use his, utilize his line, everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Hold on, give me a second. I'll try to pull it up for you. <laughs> man. Man, Paul Mooney, man, like, I didn't really appreciate Paul Mooney until I got really into my, I think, late teens and really started listening to him. And he was saying some real shit, just like as Richard Pryor used to have um, some po- political aspects within his um, comedy. And I can definitely see some influences with Paul Mooney. I, I got it right here. You going to play that shit? The black man in America is, black people walk like that because we have style, we got flavor, we got rhythm. I mean, the black man in America is the most copied man on this planet, bar none. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? How about that fucking question? Nah, man, just, oh, man, like, right, the the, the thing about good comedians, mm-hmm. good comedians don't even be really telling jokes. All they really be doing is just social commentaries on how fucked up society is. And for some reason we laugh, but it's the truth. Laughing, I think um, Kevin Hart ran with that laughing my pain. But that really was great comedians always elevate within their art. You know what I'm saying? Like especially the ones that really immerse themselves within life and and just retell that through that art of, of being a comedian, their life stories, and it becomes funny because they get the way they pretty much their perspective, their outlook. their perspective, but how they pretty much put it out into the world. 
is like sometimes you can you can have somebody to say um, one line, but the way that a good comedian tells it to you, it makes it so much funnier than a regular person. Definitely, definitely. Like and anybody can tell a joke, but the way uh, the way a true masterful comedian serves it up to the crowd, mm-hmm. that's the difference. That's it's, the difference in a joke. Hey. But now, nah, like, but like Paul Mooney, uh, who Chappelle, Chappelle for sure. Oh, Chappelle for sure. Um, who who Chris, else? Chris Rock does it. Chris Rock does it. But like Eddie Murphy used to do it too. Like, like I said, like they they aren't really telling jokes. They're just showing you the ugliness and the the fucked up, the, the, how fucked up the world is, and just I guess making it palatable or helping you understand how fucked up it is. Yeah, yeah, dope. But yeah, just R.P. to Paul Mooney. I mean, people, I don't know what I'm saying people uh, probably speak ill of the dead, say he's a what a pedophile, racist, all that shit. But I'm like, that this is not the time for that. Like, this ain't the time for that. Let, let the dead sleep. Exactly. Another thing I want to say is. Um, Rest in peace to those people who got killed in between the Israeli Bruh. and the Palestinian conflict that's going on. Free Palestine. I, I'm really trying to educate myself on that whole entire thing, but did how do I say? It seems like people. I guess it, it was told to me like this shit has been going on for centuries, yes, thousands of years, and it's something that'll probably never get resolved. Mm-hmm. But in my in like just trying to educate myself on it, like this shit is like just like maybe a hundred years old, not even a hundred years old, bro. Like, like I say, I'm still a, I'm still an idiot and, and a novice to the whole entire situation. But it it, it seems it's a lot. It's I want to say it's a lot simpler than what it's been portrayed as. Um, I want to say, and, and then like the U.S. continue to the U.S. is really aiding and abetting Israel in the in the in the killing of a lot of these Palestinians or Palestinians yeah. Palestinians. It, it is. I, I mean, they've but, been supplying. They've been complicit in supplying weaponry I mean, but and bit- money that's flowing to Israel. <laughs> and Biden came out capping, saying like he supports Israel's right to defend itself and shit like that. And I can understand it, but I'm like, bro, what? What about the Palestinians? I mean, you got if that's the case, you got to ex- respect pe- both sides. Side. I mean, they they put a they've got a stronghold on Gaza for like damn near what twenty years now. To me, man, it's I. What's the humanity in this shit, man? Put it like this. The internet has made it so wide open and we don't have any filters anymore where it's like, I've been seeing kids and women being blown up online and videos on Twitter and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm getting so disgusted and we've become so desensitized. But when I see like kids with their legs blown off and stuff like that, man, it's so disheartening. I cannot watch that shit, man. I think, yeah, there's ebbs and flows where I watch certain shit where it's like I try to protect my mental health. But sometimes it's like I have to I feel like I have to watch mm-hmm. it because it's like otherwise you'll be ignorant of what's going on within the world. Definitely. You can't bury your head in the sand to all to this all that is going on in the world. And we as black people can relate because, you know, what I'm saying the plight of the of African-Americans throughout this country. Like we have a different lens compared to other people because of the things we've gone through. So it's like when people will be like, well, this is not our fight or whatever. I'm like, bro, like. As Martin Luther King would say, like <laughs> injustice and injustice somewhere is what is injustice everywhere, everywhere or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know the, the direct quote, but you get what I'm saying, like bro, like. Yeah. And then there were stories that came out and said, like even when we was going through like Black Lives Matters or whatever, they painted a mural of uh, George, George Floyd, Floyd yeah. over there. Bro, yeah. like we are, we may be different people, but we are so close as human beings, bro. Like we go through a lot of the same shit, bro. It is like I said, just a general lack for humanity. That's I mean, and I, I would say this lack of humanity has been, it's been there forever, but like just 
and now with social media and cameras being everywhere, just to see the lack of disregard for humanity and how much we do not care for one another they the way we should. People don't give a fuck about nothing. Everybody's in their own bubble. So the selfishness, I just yeah, it's 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 heartbreaking. It's tragic. It's scary. Like I say, if if the I don't I don't believe that the world can unify against a single cause at this point because we're too divided. You know, as as I'm watching, like, what's going on and having people tell their different experiences and different perception of what's going on, depending on what side you fall on. You have some people that are Jewish. You have some people who uh, are Palestinian, whatever, and they all have a different take on it. But then I'm like, I'm looking at the story. And basically, it started out with uh, the Isra- Israeli people was pretty much evicting Palestinian people from the their land. land. Exactly. And they were saying like, well, we owned it in the past, so we can we uh, we come back pretty much to evict y'all. Bitch, if we kept that same energy, America would not run America, bro. <laughs> like, nowhere in the world is anybody keeping that same energy. Bro, I saw this clip. With that. I saw this clip of this lady just talking to this Jewish guy, and he was she was saying like, why are you coming? You're stealing my home. Why are you stealing my home? And this motherfucker said. What if I don't steal it? Somebody else gonna steal it, bro. That's like the definition. Of, that's like well, that's like a def, oh, like the definition of supremacy, like bro. like a white person harming a black person because like if I don't do it, somebody else would. Like what? I was like, you evil motherfucker. Bro, we do not the evilness and of the even world. even put put a layer of we're in a pandemic, and y'all want to do this shit during a pandemic. No heart, <laughs> bro. Oh but then as I'm looking online Like you have uh, certain celebrities who are like Jewish or Whatever like uh, have Israeli ties And they're saying like y'all don't understand And uh, the Palestinians been doing all this for years And stuff like that and like they have no remorse For nothing What I've found is like a lot of celebrities Don't want to speak out because like they don't want to be seen As anti-Semitic But I, it's astounding how Saying the Saying like free Palestine or not wanting Palestinian people to be killed is seen as anti-Semitic in this case, bro. That that is like what? I like, think I, I would say that's that that, that, that that's got to be that's damn near a masterful job by Israel and the Jewish community to paint something like that as anti-Semitic. Like that, it's a, uh, isn't it funny how every every time something comes across as anti-Semitic, they want to cancel you pretty like really fast. Like me, maybe you might be ignorant of the situation and. In regards to what you might say, for example, like Nick Cannon had a situation. He's he uh, he spoke about something in regards to the Jewish people, or whatever, mm-hmm. and they came at him with knives and everything. He had to pretty much back up, and that's why I think they took off. Uh, they they want to take him away from um, Wild and Out. Yeah, and I think they're actually coming back. Yeah, he got it back. He got it back. But bro, like I think the world has really opened their eyes up, and like bro, we see people getting killed like this in the streets, like this, and, and especially during this sensitive time of us going through the like I said, the whole Black Lives Matter situation. Mm-hmm. Everybody's tense, but everybody's like, bro, this is not right. You even had some um, Israeli was pretty much condemning what they were doing, like the people in Israel, what they was doing. No, it, 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 again, so even they like, bro, like y'all really fucking up. This is not how. Our religion is supposed to go and stuff like that. Saying free Palestine and not wanting Palestinian people to be killed does not mean that they want to take away from Jewish and Israel's rights. Like that's like saying, but Black Lives Matter doesn't mean white lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. It, like two, like it, it's not the reverse. It's not the opposite. It's just included. Like I, man, <laughs> I, man, it, it's it's just the. This world is an evil, evil place, they had, man. They had this guy. He uh, it's an evil he, place. He wrote on Twitter. He was like, um, "Y'all been pretty much oppressing my people my entire life. Y'all victor, victors from our homes. 
Y'all pretty much got y'all foot on our neck. And y'all do all of this shit to us. And then we shoot a rocket back at y'all. And now y'all saying it's our fault. The, 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 I want to say the response is, um, Israel's response is like, um, it's like, for lack of a better word, it's like somebody, it's like somebody, a smaller person trying to fight me. No, it's like, like I, you, if I, I'm Israel and so it's like a, a smaller person swings on me because I did something to them. Yeah. And then I come back with full retaliation. Like, exactly. Like, it, like you fighting a little kid. You exactly. know the kid can't do shit. Exactly. But you pound his ass and, and I get guarantee people be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's a fucking kid. Exactly. Same thing. That's fucking people like defense, defenseless. Like, and you're evicting people from their homes and shit. Like, bro, what the fuck is this? Bro, it's evil, bro. It's evilness. So now it's like, um, everybody's got their eyes open and everybody not riding with that bullshit of the shit, shit that y'all doing over there. And you can say like, oh yeah, y'all have tensions in the past. What we talking about right now? We're not talking about it in the past. Like this is inhumane what y'all is doing. Exactly. Over there. The past is the past. And that's not going to change, but you have a, you have an opportunity and a moment right now to change how this shit goes in the future. And what you do from here going forward is what matters. Yeah, bro. And you know what? They um, had a story. Um, they're saying now the tensions have risen so much. They ha- they're having some um, anti-Semitic incidents that's happening over in L.A. and really, really the U.S. So like just uh, think people were out at the clubs or whatever. And then these guys hop out and I, I think they were Palestinians. They was like, so anybody's here is Jewish or whatever. And then some guy said, yeah, I'm Jewish, or whatever. And then they took like a fucking, um, I don't know, a bar or something. They started beating on the people that was in line at the fucking um, club or whatever. Right. It's, so, I mean, ain't. That that's not right either, but it's damn, not, bro. When you see your fucking family members getting killed and blown up and shit, right. bro, it's it's. But I mean, we go through the shit weekly. I, I had this thought, you know, like there, there've been wars fought throughout history. Like I, I'll say, like an example, the Civil War. So that that was fought against the North and the South in America, and supposedly the North won that war. But why does it feel like Southern ideals mm-hmm. are the Southern ideals from then are still prevailing in the majority of America today? So I would ask, mm. the, I would ask the question: Did the South really lose the war? Because the culture that they were trying to protect, short of slavery, is still intact. I mean, the way that they flowing, especially throughout um, Trump's presidency, and I and I'll say the same alive and well today. And I'll say the same thing about World War Two. Yeah, they they fought Germany mm-hmm. and Japan and the Axis powers to in order to, like to stop the anti semitism and all that. But the thing about it, the anti semitism still exists and still is prevalent today. So I'm like. Did Germany really lose the war? <laughs> like it, that, that it's it's really just a baffling concept. Like ugh, we man. just need a lot of less, a lot more love and a lot of less hate. And I think it's it is will it that, never end, bro. It, it, I was about to say because is it that simple? I I don't know, man. Like for some people who are, it, it'd be funny. Like the people who are so religious are so hateful. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that that's a that's a whole different podcast. Like, they didn't brainwash their religion. That you can't even. They, everything's black or white to them. There is no gray area. At the end of the day, follow the fucking money. <laughs> that's what I would say. I wouldn't even. Go, oh man, I wouldn't go down the road because I'd definitely be labeled with something that I want. <laughs> I'll definitely be labeled. No, with I'm just saying, man. It's just it's bad all the way around, and so much is going on in the world today, and it's yeah. like. Where do we go from here, man? We coming out of fucking pandemic where a lot of people lost their lives. And then you want to add that shit on? You want to pile that shit on to what we're going through right now? I, and I think, yeah, we got to look at ourselves. Like, how, even though, like, this country is not perfect, mm-hmm. 
we're more in a blessed situation where it's like they got fucking bombs. No, I, going like left and right, and they trying to protect their families. They don't know like they just people are so used to it. They just sit in their houses and they cower together and be like, "We gonna get through this." And they can be here today and gone tomorrow. They had this guy that had a YouTube page where he was vlogging as he's a Palestinian in fucking um, pretty much Israel, whatever. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, they said a story. Yeah, he was vlogging for a couple of days, but he ended up dying. He's not here no more. And he was telling his kids like, oh, it's gonna, everything's going to be fine within the video, whatever. He was vlogging his shit. And he's not here no more. Yeah, and I saw the tw- I saw the the tweet from the mother who was saying like she she and her children were sleeping together. That way, if they died that night, at least they die together. They die together. No one will be left to grieve the other one, bro. That man, that shit was heartbreaking. Hate, it's conflict, miscommunication over what? <laughs> man, uh, uh. I mean, I I haven't researched that much in regards to the history or whatever, but bruh. Over religion? Come on, man. No, no one in your religion doesn't say disregard humanity. And that was what um, they call them Zionists or Zionists? Zionists, yeah. That's what they were saying. Like, you had these, they like Amish people. They were Jewish, whatever. Like, this is not how our religion is supposed to go. We're not supposed to be killing people like this. Like, what are they doing? We, we're condemning all the things that they're doing over there. Uh, like I say, uh, just free Palestine. Like, my, our, heart go, our heart goes out to free all the Palestine. People. My heart goes out to all those people. All those people. Man. Uh, I guess, shit, I don't even know how to pivot from that. <laughs> nah. I, oh, something that did piss me off. So, the and I think I spoke about it on the previous podcast. The Falcons, Fuck the Falcons. The Falcons are looking to trade Julio Jones. Um, All, all I say is, Terry Fontenot, my nigga, you better stop pussyfooting around. Um, Like, you speaking out both sides of your mouth. You can't come in and say... We wanna we wanna win now. No, they're not. But think about trading Julio Jones. Like if you're trying to win now, it was it's in your best interest to keep Julio Jones. Man, I'm, if you're going to re, if you want to rebuild, then say you want to rebuild, and if that's the case, trade Julio Jones. Don't restructure the front. Don't don't restructure Matt Ryan's contract. Trade him as well. Draft exactly. the quarterback. Or draft exactly. the, draft the quarterback. There's no point of, in getting Cal Pitts. You don't, don't pussyfoot. Why are you building around an aged quarterback? Don't pussyfoot around the situation. We done already been through too much. Just tell us what it is so we can get ready for it. And not even that, an aged quarterback with his number one weapon, his number one person with chemistry. You want to trade that person? What you trying to hinder Matt Ryan? Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I say, Terry, no fuck you, bro. At this point, do uh, better. Do do better. Communicate better. My uh, resignation as a Falcons fan is it's pretty much in the mail. Nah, man, keep it, keep it. You might as well keep it, bro. It's just a game. It's just a game, man. You gonna still, you gonna steal some water? I know you is. I know you is. I know you is, bro. Like I said, I'm not watching no more games until after they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> bro, they they the one. They done gone 55, 50, 50 plus years without winning the Super Bowl. Nigga, I don't have fifty more years in me. <laughs> you never know, man. You be eighty on your deathbed. They, they wear that motherfucker, motherfucker now you could die in peace <laughs> No no You know what that's why I respect I respect teams who have the balls enough To go after what they want What do you mean like who Look what happened to Tampa Bay this past year They put in all the eggs in one basket With Tom Brady um, They got Antonio Brown They got fucking Gronk They put 
all they put they paid all of their players. They's like, listen, yeah, we gonna we gonna try to go after this shit this year. And what happened? They won that shit. I mean, I got you, but for every time of Bay, there's like also like the Dream Team Eagles with Michael Vick and then Deshaun Jackson and all of them, and they they fail. Okay, put it like this. <laughs> put it like this, motherfucker. Have the fucking boss to go after what you fucking want. All I'm saying, whether it's whether it's your fucking team or it's whether rather <laughs> it's your fucking relationship. If rather it's a girl out there that you really fucking want, that's true. Don't be no bitch. Your team, your dreams, your relationships. Go after goals, what the fuck you want. Your aspirations. Yeah. All so of that's it. what they did. They had the fucking balls and the kahunas to go after that shit. And you might fail, but at, but least, at least you least fucking went, tried. At least you went for it. I mean, like, no, come on, like, like no little bitch. Come on, terrified? No, you bullshit. Go for it. They had a lot of people saying like, "Oh, Terry, the way he doing things, he looking like a fucking double agent from the Saints." Oh. If this shit don't work out, we gonna call your ass <laughs> out. Exactly, he go he go lose his job. So it is what it is. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> but even with that, um, you gotta look at the head with Arthur Blank. Like Arthur, like bruh, you probably you really not looking like you really want to win a Super Bowl. You gonna take that fucking hit? I know Julio's been hurting, whatever, but at least try for this one more year. Because I know after this probably this year they probably get rid of Matt Ryan. Matt not staying the whole the whole fucking time. If, if he is, I'd be like y'all dumb as fuck. Because you gonna you gonna utilize this two years. You gonna take fucking Julio away and still have Matt Ryan? You might as well have got Justin Fields. <laughs> it's stupid. Nah, I don't say. Um... Like I say, like me, I compartmentalize it. If you're gonna trade Julio, just trade Julio. I mean, it's unfortunate you're gonna trade the best player in your franchise history, but it is what it is. Just trade him so we can get it. Just right, even move on okay. feelings. We got okay. We got Cal Pitts, right? It's probably a like, generational player, but you don't know how he gonna turn out when he on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's to say? Yeah, he he might end up being the best, but it, that is what it is. That's what I don't say. I tell you this. Yeah, I want him to win a Super Bowl, but the thing about a Super Bowl, I it, it is what it is. Like it'll come and it'll go. What I enjoy most is about what I enjoy most is um like having a team that can win year in and year out. Like I think back to the Super Bowl, the year we went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was upset that they lost the Super Bowl and everything. But what I enjoyed most was like the lead up to the Super Bowl, like those two weeks, that excitement. Yeah, that that's what I enjoyed most about the whole entire thing. Yeah, I would like from the winning game, but short of that, like that excitement and having a team that was like continuously winning, that that's what I enjoyed most about it. Yeah, I mean. I don't really want to think about those times. <laughs> nah. It is what it is. Nah, man, it's just it's just a game. People, it's just a game. It's just a game. It's just a game. But I guarantee you, if Julio get traded, a lot of niggas gonna walk out. <laughs> I'm just saying, they gonna walk out on that. I shit. mean, people walked out when Michael Vick went to jail and then come back. So I mean, it is what it is. They all come back. I mean, I did too, but no, yeah. <laughs> exactly, they all come back there. Nah, but what else? What else you got? Um, I think we uh, want to update on the. The Joe Budden situation. Oh, I, I'm gonna say it like this: this the whole. I mean, clearly the whole situation is just a lack of, not a lack of, just poor communication. Poor communication. And this is just my, just my opinion. Poor communication from Joe, and then poor communication from Rory Mall, and then poor communication from everybody else in that room. Mm. Like uh, Joe from the just, Joe. Like if this is something that you're leading. In leadership, you have to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing about it, even if you're, I guess, in the, I understand, like, even in leadership, people don't need to know the whole plan. They just need to know what you need them to do as a part of that plan. But even within that, you have to be some kind of transparent. Yeah. So I, I put some blame on, blame on Joe and not being transparent and communicating that. Um, Rory and Maul for, like, if you have issues and you, and you 
whatever you are, co-partners, co-owners, or whatever you see yourself as, you allowing some shit to go, you allowing the problems to fester, fester, and not bring that shit up, like, like you got to be a man about some shit. Like co- hard conversations have to be had. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of shit ends because people can't have hard conversations with each other. Yeah. Now, what you think? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much agreeing with that. Um. There's one thing I would say. Well, we can pivot off of that and say, well, Rory Ma had a situation, but also Olivia Dope had a situation. Uh the Olivia situation. Yeah, that came out this past week. Um, she was on. She was one of the co-hosts for. See uh, the thing. See is. the thing is under the Joe Budden's network, and they had a. She pretty much came out and say like the reason I left because she's no longer with See the thing is the reason I left is because I was sexually harassed during a taping of an episode, and she had the receipts and everything about. Well, she she had the receipts, the timestamps, all that shit. She had all that shit, and I'm like, um, in this moment, yes, um, I support Olivia Dope. And I could also say with some some of the parts to me, it wasn't really like as blatant because I feel like that was just Joe being Joe. And they can say like, oh, boys being, being boys. But it was just the banter that um, Joe was having with the women. And the difference between the banter between Joe with the women is two of the other co-hosts, um, Bridget Kelly and Mandy, mm-hmm. Mandy B, I think that's her, that's, that's her name. Yeah, yeah Mandy. They're actually friends, so they know how Joe is. Olivia's the outlier, so that she don't have that rapport and relationship with Joe. So I wouldn't just approach a woman and be talking like slick, reckless if I didn't know her like that. Yeah, because some of the things Joe was saying, I was like, bro, that was kind of cringy. I wouldn't say that shit. Like, yeah, and I think Bridget or Mandy said like that. That's how Joe is. Like Joe was different on camera in that situation, but when he like mm-hmm. comes on camera, he performs that way. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and, and that I understand, but I'm like, Joe, Joe, if that's the way you're gonna perform, then you got to be more tactful. In that situation, they know, like, just. I think Joe, he got too, too, um, too beyond himself being cocky and he didn't read the room. Because if you look at it, <laughs> read the room. Liv was not comfortable with that shit at all. And I think when you've had different experiences, uh, with women and black women especially, it's like, you can tell when they're not fucking feeling that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. So you gotta pull that shit back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There were some edits and stuff like that, but when you saying, like, hey, like, I want to fuck you and shit like that. Like, and she don't give you a response of like, Hey, I want to too. Like nigga, pull your ass all the way back. <laughs> hey man. I, some people, he, there was definitely some signs missed by everybody in that room. Yeah. Sometimes you get so used to being who you are, your, or your personality on, yeah. on the pod or whatever. Exactly. You just like, let that shit flow like that. And I'm like, bro, like it's a learning experience. I think it's a learning experience for everybody. Um, you got to know who you're dealing with and how to deal with certain people. You can't deal with everybody the same way, even if you have a relationship with the people that they're working with. Yeah. And the people trying to, of course, cancel him for it. I'm like, oh, that's another thing. Y'all cancel culture is not is real. bullshit. It's not real. <laughs> you look, listen, y'all can say, oh, I'm not subscribing to this and this and that. Motherfuckers still gonna make fucking money because everybody want to see what's going to transpire. Everybody's really looking for the downfall of Joe right now. And I'm like. Y'all talking all I'm like, bro, Joe is not getting canceled. <laughs> Bruh, like if they didn't look, if they didn't cancel fucking Trump for four years, if they didn't cancel fucking six, nine. Exactly. It's it, bro, it's not canceling. It's like just go sit down for a second. Or put your phone down for a second. Bro, like it, it, if if somebody tried to cancel me, like it, it that problem would just be solved by me putting my phone down. That's not a problem. I think <laughs> like another uh, caveat is I think it's 
it's harder to cancel somebody cancel somebody when they have multiple streams of income. <laughs> like you can cut this off, but nigga, I'm still flowing money in, so it really don't matter. I think that that's what happened with the downfall of Chrisette Michelle when she did that um, inauguration for Trump. They was telling her like, <laughs> bro, they was like, they was like um, listen, don't do the inauguration because she went in song for the inauguration and Trump's inauguration. Trump's inauguration. And they was like, don't do that. I think even uh, Questlove, like, bro, I would pay you not to do this shit. Like, mm-hmm. what do we got to do for you to not to do this shit? She went and did the shit. And then they pretty much killed their entire career. Bro. Hey. You ain't heard from her since. <laughs> I think she did an interview, a couple of interviews. <laughs> like I said, you ain't heard from her since. <laughs> ain't nobody looking for that shit. Oh, man, that's unfortunate because Chrisette was helping sing. Because <laughs> she's singing, nobody listening? If a tree falls in the forest, nobody hears it. Does it really happen? <laughs> Bruh, you got to know your demographics. Come on now. Hey, man. But, uh, but Was that bag worth it? <laughs> like, come on now. That, that, and that's, that, well, that's the real thing. Everything, every opportunity that comes with a bag doesn't mean it's a good bag. Like, every yes. bag, every bag Preach. is not a good bag. Preach. Preach. Some, some of that shit, you're selling your dignity, you're selling your soul, you're selling your pride, you, you're, short, you're shorting yourself. Like, Every bag is not a good bag. Yeah. Be, be able to identify an opportunity that doesn't come with money. Mm. That's, that's a I'm good saying. one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. But now, uh, shit, what we got next? Uh, you got an ancient motherfucker of the week? Uh, actually, I think I got my ancient motherfucker of the week. Um, I mean, you could put Joe in that because <laughs> he had a terrible week. But I would say fucking Joe Biden. Talk to me. Motherfucker. I feel, I feel like every fucking day this man go without doing something for black people. So he deserves it. Yes. I feel that way too. Because um, we are black people. We are black men. And you just look at the aesthetics. This motherfucker was so happy. Look, listen. I support my Asian American community wholeheartedly. I love y'all. But it's like this. Me, as me being a black man and looking through my lens of and the history we have throughout this country... Y'all went through some shit for a year within the pandemic where there was a lot of Asian, anti-Asian crimes, hate crimes for a year. Oh, even that, I'll even take it back to the 30s and the 40s with the, con- not, 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 what they, they call them internment camps for during World War II. Mm-hmm. Even within that, but like, keep going. Did we as black people, it is four or five hundred years. When have we ever got a fucking anti-black hate crime bill? And looking at Kamala, she looking like a fucking... I mean, I ain't never trust Kamala. Or Kamala, however you want to say her name. She was so excited to just announce to me. I'm like, y'all... Kamala, Kamala. Kamala is. Whatever her name is. She irrelevant to me. <laughs> but I'm like, y'all so happy. Like, everybody... But it's the thing. They didn't have lynching bills that's still within the Congress, the Senate. Sitting. Trying to push through. It never the, got... It never gets pushed through. Sitting on desk. But the anti-Asian hate bill was a bipartisan bill where everybody on both sides came together to push this across. So we're looking at this shit like y'all really don't give a fuck about us black people at all. It, it's so blatant, it's so obvious. I mean, we we don't we don't have have to have these different examples and instances where we know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But when y'all was so excited clapping and shit, like why don't y'all like push some anti-black hate bills through the fucking Senate and Congress? It, right, it, it's it's fucking disgusting. Like. Jim Clyburn, I mean, even though I don't agree with his, some of the shit that he says, Jim Clyburn is a representative from, the, from South Carolina. Jim Clyburn and the people of South Carolina single-handedly 
saved Joe Biden's political career and gave this man the opportunity to wait, to get to where he is right now. And it has been over a hundred days since this man was inaugurated, and he has yet done to do, shit, yet to do anything to help this demographic of people. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I understand, I understand you, I understand you've got four years, but that same urgency that those people turned out to the polls to support you, you should have did that. You should have came with that you same took, fucking urgency. You took your old raggedy ass on fucking Breakfast Club and say, "Black people, y'all don't blow both for me. Y'all ain't black." <laughs> The, the fact that the fact that Charlamagne got that man to say some shit like that is hilarious. <laughs> it's bullshit, man. But not bullshit. But yeah, Joe Biden, you ain't shit. We've been on that. Who your ain't shit? Nah, my ain't shit goes to Judge Peter Cahill. Judge Peter Cahill is the man. He was the judge over the um, George Floyd trial, mm-hmm. and he's also the one presiding over the trial for the uh, other three officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't even call them officers. I really call them domestic terrorism, cowards, mm-hmm. all that, all of that mm-hmm. evil. Um, but yeah, but uh, the other three officers: Thomas Lane, Jay Kung, and Tu Tao, whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, well, fuck them. But um, this Judge Peter K. Hill has decided to push back the trial for these three gentlemen, and they're being charged with aiding and abetting murder and manslaughter mm-hmm. in the case of George Floyd. But he is. Push their trial back another year because he feels that they cannot get a fair trial right now because of the publicity of the Chauvin trial. Mm. Um, mm. Peter, that is bullshit. Um, ton of saying, I wouldn't even say it's not justice. It is. It's not justice. But the, you trying to delay people being held accountable for their actions is fucking disgusting. Um, deferring judgment. Um, The it, it is on. How to say the the same the same grace, understanding, or whatever that he's trying to give to these people. I wish they would have given that to George Floyd. Mm. So in that case, fuck them and fuck the judge. Mm. Crazy, yeah. But no, I think what else you got? I think we out of here. Now one one second. I want to give a shout out shout to out. Clarissa Jane Jan Lim. Who is she? She's an author, or she's a writer for BuzzFeed News. I re- I saw this shit today, and I, it kind of tripped me out. What was the article about? Well, listen to this because we were talking about uh, Joe Biden. This is an article about the White House. This article says um, on BuzzFeed.News saying the White House is partnering with dating apps to get horny people vaccinated. Says, <laughs> listen. It says, dust okay. off your dating apps. It's time to swipe. It says, in a national effort to get through the horny but vaccinated hesitant Americans, the White House announced Friday that it's joining forces with dating apps to encourage people to get their COVID nineteen vaccines so they can go out and forth and fuck, 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 fuck freely this summer. <laughs> I love your language, girl. She not she. They say vaccinated users on Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, and Badu would have access to some premium features for free. Okay, Cupid, blah, blah blah, are giving out free boosts to those who are vaccinated, so that their profiles are more likely to be seen first. Oh, Plenty okay. of Fish is okay. offering free credits to its vaccinated members. Okay. <laughs> the dated apps would add stickers to users that can um, who include that they're pretty much vaccinated. 
So they pretty much saying like, y'all, we hear y'all, we understand y'all. We want y'all to go and fuck, 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 fuck <laughs> freely. <laughs> well, when you said that headline, I was I was so scared. I'm this like, summer, I'm like, is they go they go give you like the vaccine for HIV too? Like, <laughs> you worried about fucking COVID? And you, <laughs> you forgot about HIV? But I was like, damn, bro, like, I, look, shout out to Clarissa. Hell of a job on this article because it's definitely grabbed my attention. And I feel that because you want to keep it safe. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? If you're trying to do some um, <laughs> indoor Olympics, you need to make sure they have their COVID cards. Pay to play. Pay to play. Would you? All right. Quick question to wrap up the podcast. Would you rather catch COVID or gonorrhea? Save it. <laughs> Woo, I had to think about that one, boy. Maybe I'll answer it on the next, next podcast. I don't know. That was, a, that was a good question. That was a tease. That was, that was a good question. <laughs> hey, thank y'all for listening to this episode 19 of the Real Creators Collab. This is your boy, Marcus, aka the Notorious BIG. Happy birthday, my brother. This is your boy, Levert, aka Leverticus, aka I want to fuck, fuck, fuck freely. <laughs> but oh. keep it safe though Oh man we out We out Hey